Hello, Not About Us friends and family. Welcome back to another conversation podcast. Uh, today, we have a special guest star. We'll get to that a little bit more here in a Yay! second. <laughs> but, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have, we have uh, Jesus today. That would be... <laughs> Amen. That's for real. <laughs> uh, but as always, I'm Brad. And I'm Larry. And I'm Scott. And this is Not About Us. Not About Us. and family uh as i said we have a special guest star um but as always this is not about us so i do want to uh, make sure we invite the one in that it is all about mm-hmm. so in that case would uh one of you like to do the prayer as 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 the guest would you like mm-hmm. to or do you want me to want me to jump in i just want to give you the opportunity if you feel led to mm-hmm. but i can if you want I just don't want to steal that front. If, if you're like going, I don't think I should. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll jump in. You go ahead and do it. Okay. It's all good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise Yahweh praise God, you are amazing and awesome. Yes. Yes, you are. You are glorious. You are worthy of all of our praise. Yes, Jesus. All of, all of, yours is the glory. Yours is the honor. Yours is the power. Your Yours is everything. Hallelujah, God. We just thank you. We just thank you so much that, well, it's overwhelming. I've got like 19,000 things going through my head. So I'll just say for your blood, for your love, for your, for your grace, for your unmerited favor, we do not deserve it, but you love us for being here for this podcast that, that, that before we started was ridiculous Thank to comprehend you, that we could do something like this yes, for yes. for for Larry for for the you, Bible Jesus. study group for Iron Sharpens Iron. Yes, I thank Lord. you for the friendships. I thank you for yes, our Jesus. our wives, our families, our kids. Our just God, we've been blessed so yes, much. But right now, I just invite you in. You are invited. Just. Yes. automatically in all of our lives, but we wish to state it. We wish yes. to yes. reach yes. out and tell you, mm-hmm. you are loved, mm-hmm. you are invited. Yahweh God, yes. I ask you to bless not just the conversation that happens here yes. in this room, Don't but the conversation that happens right there, right yes. there in your hearts. Hallelujah. I just yes. bless, I bless the questions yes. you have that you reach out as yes. you listen to this conversation and you yes. ask God, what about this? What about this, God? And I bless the response. Yes. Yes. And, I, and I ask the Holy Spirit to, to indwell here, yes, but also to indwell there. I just, I thank God for you. Yes, I thank God for you listening right now. Thank you. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All right. So as we kind of talked mm-hmm. about, this is just a, a free flow. Uh, do you have anything you would like to jump out as the guest, or do you want me no. to jump in first? Because because I I got I'll, one thing I want to throw out definitely before this goes away, but uh-huh. I, I can do that later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I think um, one thing for those who are 
wanting to get to know Jesus. Yeah. You know, to get to know that he is real and that he's not just a story. Um, you know, one, one thing I like to share, a part of my life in my, in my youth, I was interested in transcendental meditation, um, pyramid power, um, psych psychic kind of power, stuff like that. There's a guy named Edgar Casey. He's very well known as a as a prophet, but as a psychic kind of prophet dude. I have to read his books and stuff. Yeah, I'm, and I'm familiar with the name. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay, yeah, because he's he's pretty popular. But um, you know, through all that is how I came to know that the spiritual world was real. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, some of it through some dreams I had, but some of it was specifically just spiritual. I say spiritual stuff. Because a lot of us, whether you're saved or unsaved, usually in your youth, sometimes something happens. You have a weird dream or you have a weird experience. You might wake up and can't move. This kind of stuff goes on. We hear a lot about it now. But I actually experienced a lot of these things. And um, then it came to a point in my life when I thought to myself, if all these demons and stuff talking to me and I can see these things going on, if this is real, God has got to be real. Because I did not discover God until after I was aware of all the spiritual darkness parts, uh -huh. you know, because I, I was convinced that it was real because demons started talking to me. I would tell them to shut up. <laughs> demons would tell me, go kill this person and go do this to this person, which were my relatives. I had an aunt and uncle who were, um, who were, who were deaconess and deaconess in the church I went to as a child. So these demons will specifically tell me to go kill them. And I would say, what? I ain't killing my you know, family like this. And so I, I was thoroughly knew that demons were real right. at an early age. And so, of course, when I, now when I became, am I doing okay in the subject I'm at? Yes. Okay. Oh, right. okay. okay. Oh, so, you, this is totally open. Whatever. Okay, okay, so as a teenager, when I got around the age of 16, I became, you know, fornicating and all this kind of stuff. I had a girlfriend and everything. And then all of a sudden, in my heart and in my life, because I had actually got baptized in the Baptist faith, which is Christian concerning Jesus, I was about six, seven years old. Mm -hmm. But from that time up to the age of 16, I was just a little kid to live my life. Yeah. Really wasn't into drugs or, or anything wrong or negative, but just in my life. And then, of course, when I became a teenager, got into sex and stuff. And within about a year of doing that, because I had a high school sweetheart and all this, I was suddenly alerted in my mind and my soul that I was in sin. You know, I wasn't just living life. Uh -huh. I just knew what I was doing was sinful. And, and, and I said to myself one day, God, I remember it's like it yesterday. I said to myself, I said, you know, I am so sick of sinning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just tired of this sin all the time. Wow. Yeah. See, see it's amazing to me that you had that revelation mm -hmm. and, and you haven't described going to God first. You're right. just aware of it. I just was aware. Because most of the time, I think, you know, my experience with other people is, they either, you know, they don't care. They're enjoying right, it. Right, right. Or, or if someone, if that kind of revelation comes up, is uh -huh. this sin? It's, no, no way. No, I'm, this is, this is all good. <laughs> it's, it's all justification. Yeah. It's all, there's nothing wrong with what I'm doing. Yeah. And just, it's amazing to me that you had the wisdom and the knowledge to say, I'm, I'm sick of this. 
Well, that, you know, I look at it as just God's grace bringing truth to me. Well, yeah. Because I specifically said, I remember this. I said, I'm tired of sinning all the time. Uh-huh. But up to that point, I was just doing my thing. Right. When it wasn't the right or wrong thing, I was doing my thing. And um, so from that point, I, I decided to find out if God was real uh-huh. as much as these demons and devils are real. Because I, I just experienced stuff. And um, like one thing I used to do, I used to sit on my uh, front porch and look at clouds. Like that cloud right there, the, the fine one right there with the grill underneath of it in the middle. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. Sorry, viewer I, can't see that, but oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sorry, but, but I used to sit on my couch, look at them clouds, and make them disappear one by one. And I could feel power going through me to do it. And I would sit there, and I'd, okay, there's one right there, and I'd look at it, and then i feel something going, some kind of whatever. And it'll disappear. And I'm like, oh, this stuff work? <laughs> and I would do it again and again. And I'm like, wow, this actually works. But it had no meaning to me other than it was working. Because I, I did not relate it to satanic stuff. But I related it to something that I was just experiencing in life. I didn't right. really have a bad or a good about it. Right. Until I got into the sex part where God just brought me to this place where I knew I'm sinning. You know, you are sinning. And it was very clear to me. I didn't have no scripture to say that. I read this scripture and it changed my life. It wasn't that right. at all. <laughs> it just like knowing. And so then I started uh, thinking, I didn't find out what God is really about, you know. And I, I remember in high school finding these little chic tracks. They were little tracks. <laughs> and people leaving in the bathrooms and stuff. And every time I get one, I pray to send a prayer. Every time. But not really knowing that once is enough. But I just I just always do it. So then I had a, a friend. I got a friend. He's a preacher now. But he's a twin. He had a twin sister. And um, they were what, what, what you would call a holy roller. You know, I, I was in a, raised in a Baptist church where you're just more calm and stuff. Right. Well, they went to the church where they speaking in tongues and all this crazy stuff going on, uh-huh. you know. So, since I was so, just knowing how real the spiritual realm was, I'm thinking to myself, okay, Lord, what's next? Because I received Jesus. I said, is there anything? What's going on? So, one day, she walked up to me in school, and she said to me, Larry, do you, do you, uh, you believe in Jesus? I said, yeah, I believe in Jesus. And she said, so? And I was like, what? She said, you don't have the Holy Ghost? That's what she told to me. <laughs> So my reaction to this was, what in the world is a Holy Ghost? Because I had experience with ghosts. Right. But what is a Holy Ghost? Uh Uh-huh. So I had no connection of the Holy Ghost to Jesus at all. Although I believed in Jesus because she showed me I was in sin and I repented and stuff. But this Holy Ghost, uh, what in the world is this? So I'm on a quest now. Because I'm like, okay, I need to know what this Holy Ghost she's talking about. Because I ain't got no idea what this is. And the Lord would lead me to books. I would go into different Christian bookstores, find these books. So like I said before, I was always reading behind Edgar Casey, who was a psychic prophet. Right. Well, then the Lord read, led me to a book that said, in the name of Jesus on the front of it, it was written by Kenneth Hagin. Yeah. Who was a, an actual prophet of God. Yeah. I started I several of his. Yeah, I started reading this book, and I'm like, "What? It's all about Jesus? His name? What?" No, I'm like this, you know. So I said, "Okay." So I read another book or two. Charles Caps was one of the guys. Marilyn Hickey was a lady. Yeah. 
and um, I discovered that the, in order to receive the Holy Spirit, you know, you receive him by faith. So I'm starting to understand that the Holy Spirit is a person, kind of like with God and Jesus. Yeah. You know. So okay, I'm I'm getting it, Lord, and evidently He got something to do with power. You know, because stuff is happening. Because now, now I'm reading the Bible, different areas. So the Book of Acts ain't like these others. It ain't just Jesus doing stuff in the gospel. These people are doing stuff. So I'm seeing it different, you know. I say, okay, God. Okay, I think I'm starting to get it. So there was a church behind my house, like opposite corner, which was a, what I would, I would call a holy roller church. They spoke in tongues and all this kind of stuff. But I had no, I had nothing known up about that. So I said to myself, I said, okay, God. I said, I see the Holy Spirit. I see someone in this scripture here about speaking in tongues, whatever that is. And I want to see if this is real or not, too. You know, because like I said, I was convinced the spiritual evil part was good. I had no doubt about it. I want to see how real Jesus is going to be to me. Because I'm not reading about his name and all this kind of stuff. Right. I'm like, can you outdo this, Lord? You know? Right. So I walked back to this church. And I brought the girl who I, who I was in um, a relationship, my high school sweetheart, who I was fornicating with when God told me I was in sin. I brought her with me. <laughs> and uh, what you doing, Larry? I'm gonna go to the church. And I'm gonna get the Holy Ghost because I'm tired of sinning. I told her this too. I was tired of sinning, and my life is changing. So we went to this church. Was she on board with that, or was she like, "What is going on here"? She just was coming to see what's gonna happen. Okay. But in the end, she did get baptized with the Holy Ghost and believe in Jesus too. That did occur. All right. At that time. But you know, I was about my own thing. So I went to this church, and they and I remember seeing these elders, and they said, "What can we do for you, young man?" And I said, I want to be filled with the Holy Ghost, right? <laughs> and they said, oh, okay, come, come over here. We'll help you with that. And I said, okay. So, but I'm talking to God inside of myself. I'm like, okay, Lord, um, this is it. Either, either you're going to do this for real or it ain't going to happen, whatever. But I'm here. And um, it's a real sidetrack. A part of my teenage experience in the evil was I saw a UFO before. Like right, like right where that lamp is in the street, it was that close, uh -huh. and it was a circular machine floating in the air, not making a sound. I saw it right there, and and there were times when um, spiritual beings came in the house. I remember them holding me down; I couldn't move. All this kind of stuff was so real to me. So switch back to being in church. So at this time, what they believed. Was you get on the floor, you kneel, we get the altar, and you say, thank you, Jesus, until the Holy Spirit comes to you. That's what they told me to do. Uh -huh. Now, I read other things. I'm like, these people standing here talking to me, so I don't know how real or how much my understanding is or not. So I said, okay. So I got on my knees, and I started saying, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, just like that. Thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. And as much effort as I was putting in it, absolutely nothing happened. So I said to myself, I said, God, I said, I'm getting a horse. I ain't saying thank you, Jesus, no more. This is stupid. <laughs> and I said this to God. So I got up and I sat down. I said, Lord, I know I read in these books from these people who serve you. You believe, you receive, and you shall have. It ain't, ain't got nothing to do with all this thank you, Jesus stuff and trying to make it happen. I said, I'm done. I sat down like that. And then I, it just came out my mouth. Just a complete language. It wasn't no stuttering and stuff. Complete language. What did I feel? Absolutely nothing. Which was weird. <laughs> to me, that part was weird to me because I experienced so much stuff in the evil part, you know? Right. Yeah. So, but from that point on, I started speaking in tongues. 
and I had it. I said, oh, I know I, know I got this thing because I had never done this before. But, but I said, but Lord, you said that those who believe shall lay hands on the sick and those who speak in tongues will receive power after the Holy Ghost come upon you. I said, where the power at? Because <laughs> <laughs> again, I'm reading stuff, but I want to see it. And I, I want to yeah. experience what I'm reading. Right. Uh-huh. And I, I'm like, I said, I don't feel no power. I don't feel nothing. But I know this language is here and I never had it before. So around of 18, I went to the military and um, some very significant things happened then too. So in the military, I, um, at one time, was well, a few things happened. This was the first time I actually saw Jesus. The one about seeing his smile wasn't the first time. But the one in the military, I, I was in a room, one of the barracks rooms, and I'm laying on the bed. And I'm, I'm looking at the ceiling by myself with everybody else going to lunch. I'm just looking, you know. And then this light again appears to me right, right, right where I'm looking. And it's a light, seriously white, and it's flowing outward some kind of way. And it looks like, like I said before, like I could grab a hold of it. So I'm laying there, and this is what I say. I said, oh, my God. I said, what is that? <laughs> to me, it's so crazy thinking about it now. Uh -huh. I said, God, what is that? So when I said that, in the middle of the light, it's kind of hard to describe because it was moving around, like shaping. So it's moving around shaping, and then I saw a part start getting kind of dark looking. And then all of a sudden, I saw some hair, a face, up to the shoulders. It was a man. And But in my heart, I said, oh, my God, that's Jesus. And I kind of shouted it like that. And then it was a great big flash that disappeared. But then I knew, oh, Jesus is for real. I just, <laughs> I just saw him. You know, I saw this guy called uh -huh. Jesus right there. And he's a real dude. I'm like, okay, he's a real dude. This is interesting. <laughs> so, um, so okay, the, the, the part about having power with the Holy Ghost. So I went to this church that was out there. There was some Jamaican dude because he had some kind of an accent. And at that time, I had started learning on how to pray and fasting. So I was on a fast for like three or four days. Now, this is in the military. And, I, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm learning and training about my military, what I'm going to be doing and stuff, my job. So I decided to, to fast for like three days. I think it was three or four days without drinking water. Now, we running miles and miles every day. I ain't drinking no water. Right. Which is really stupid. <laughs> Actually, it's yeah. stupid. Because my body is getting dehydrated. Yeah. Now, I didn't know this, but now I know when I look back at what I was doing. But God honored my obedience in seeking him. Mm -hmm. But this is what happened. I went down to this church, and they had they just happened to have a revival going on at this time. It just happened to be going on. I'm like, okay. So I walk in there, <laughs> and I'm watching things going on. And once again, it's a spirit-filled church. Because I hadn't been to another one yet, because I was in the basic training and all that stuff. Until I got there. So this guy's preaching about the Holy Ghost and all this stuff. And I'm seeing people do things. And I'm like, ain't no way that person can dance like that unless God in them. <laughs> it just don't look possible. Because I'm watching them do this stuff, you know. They ain't just doing no bunny hop. I mean, they're dancing. Just total all out like it's nothing. Like they're light as a feather. And I'm like, well, I can't believe this person is doing this, you know. So this guy says... He says, um, there's somebody here who needs more God. You want more God? Come on to the front. Now, I wasn't the person who runs to the front all the time. <laughs> so I'm standing here, and I'm at, the end, I'm at the end of a pew. And I said, Lord, I said, I want more. I said, it got to be more because I ain't never had no power. You talk about the Holy Ghost and power. Where the power at? Because I'm still thinking this. 
So I said, okay, Lord, I'm going to take, now my heart's fluttering and stuff. I said, what I'm going to do, I'm going to take one step to the right. And if my heart go more, I'm going to take that as a yes. But if nothing happens, I'm going to take it as a no. That's what I'm telling God in myself. Uh -huh. So I take one step to the right and boom, 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 boom. I said, oh, that was a yes. Okay. <laughs> so I take another step to the right. Boom, 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 boom. I said, okay. So I, I said, okay, God, we, we got this going on because I'm communicating with him. You yeah. Know? And it's, it's good. So I walk up to the front, and this guy looking at me, and he's smiling. He's a little dude, you know, but he, he's smiling really big. He said, what can I do for you? So by that time I got to the front, I started feeling weird, like something was happening. I couldn't describe what it was. Mm -hmm. I said, I just want more of the Holy Ghost. I want more of God. I want the power. He said, okay. He said, oh, he got a real big smile on his face. I'm thinking, why are you smiling at me like this for? What's wrong with this dude? <laughs> <laughs> so he's smiling at me. Yeah, because I'm 5'11". I'm 5'11", yeah. And this dude was like this tall. He down here. Uh -huh. So he goes, okay, brother. He said, raise your hands up. So I had went all the way to the front, from the pew to the front. And he said, I raised my hands up. I'm like, God, I don't know if anything's going to happen. Here I am. And this dude goes, in the name of Jesus, receive you the Holy Ghost. And he touched me like this. You feel that? Yeah. That's all it was. A little touch. But when he touched me, the power of God came through my body so strong, it threw me back like five feet and I was on the ground. <laughs> Did not feel hit in the ground, but all I felt was this electrical power kind of stuff going all the way through, surging through my body. It was crazy. It just surging through my body, and I was speaking in tongues without doing it myself. And yeah. all these tears and stuff coming out of my face and snot and everything coming out. And I, I'm just in a whole nother dimension because I can't believe this is happening, but it is. You know, I can't believe it's true, but it is. So uh, before you, before you go on, I want to yeah. want to share because you just reminded me of a uh, something I witnessed. Okay, uh, uh, it was a couple came up, one pretty much a similar thing. The yeah. guy the guy goes up, and, and he's just praying for God to touch him with power right. and whatever. And right. similar thing happened, mm -hmm. and he touches him, and this guy goes flying backwards, mm -hmm. and he landed in a folding chair, and the chair collapsed around him, and wow. it just looked like. Right. And the woman started screaming, you've killed my husband. <laughs> you killed. But when the guy came and the guy was the same way, right. he, he said, he just started just praising God. And, and he yeah. said, but when it happened, he said he felt like he was resting. Oh. And when he hit the chair, right. he said it felt comfortable right. and he wasn't hurt at all. Right. And he said, and he said, he said, that's why God let that happen. Cause this collision that looked like it should have hurt me. Right. Nothing. He said, everything was peaceful to him. Right. And right. it just reminded me that when you hit the floor right. and just, no, I'm just, you know, gliding backwards. Oh yeah. Oh and, yeah. And he just, in the chair crumpled up around him and mm -hmm. everything. And he just said, no, I felt wonderful. Yeah, man. You know? It was, you know, it, it was, it was very much, um, <clears throat> a feeling of being out of control. Mm -hmm. Totally out but not in a bad way in a good way because yeah. I, I definitely perceived there was enough power in me to blow the whole church up I, mean, <laughs> I just felt that power you know yeah i mean i remember coming out of it and being afraid to touch somebody because it, it was so <laughs> uh -huh. electrical kind of electrical kind of power and um so i'm, I'm, I'm on the ground and i'm i'm like oh but i'm peeking in tongues and stuff and all these tears coming out all this kind of stuff so i was down there for quite a while and because I remember when the, they they picked me up off the floor and took me to a room in the back because I, I didn't come out of it. It was just going on, you know, and I, I wasn't afraid at all, although I had never experienced nothing like this spiritually kind of thing. And um, 
I remember sitting, they put me in a chair and I was sitting there and it started to wane a little bit, you know. It just started to, to come down. Cause I was just like, Lord, give me all you got. I don't care if I die or whatever. Just keep doing it. Keep doing it. You know, and it, it was going on. So, um, eventually it went away and, um, I got up cause I had to walk like a mile to get back to the barracks and stuff, you know? But, um, that, that was when I perceived and knew that, okay, God said he's going to give you power and see the Holy <laughs> Ghost. You got it. You know, it, it is here and it is no joke. You know, I was like, this is serious. This is real. And this is very serious. And, um, so, you know, going on with other things that, that were happening. Um, so like another week went by and a guy came into the, into the break room at the military where I'm at. I was in Fort Gordon, Georgia, and he was kind of stumbling around and stuff. I said, man, what's wrong with you? And his jaw was really big, swollen up. He said, I just had my wisdom teeth cut out and it hurts so bad I can't stand it. Right? So I said... Well, I've been through the Holy Ghost now, so things are different. <laughs> I didn't realize it until I reached my hands out toward him. Because I said, you do? I said, can I pray for you? He said, yeah, I'll take anything. Was this guy said to me. <laughs> I took my hands and I went, I did it like this. I went, just like that. I said, in Jesus' name, that come out of you, you be okay. Something like that. And he, and he blinked his eyes. His sweating was gone because it happened real fast. His sweating was gone. He go, oh my God, I just got healed by faith. And he went through the whole barracks saying this. <laughs> oh, my God. I just got healed by faith. He's telling everybody, you know. And I was like, okay, that part worked. The power worked. The laying over hands, that part worked, too. Because I'm taking notes as I'm going along, you know. And, Check. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So so then the, the way God removed me from this particular base in the military is um, I was learning my job. This is weird. But this was God. I was a teletypewriter communicator. So it's like back then, instead of computers, we had these electric typewriters. Yeah. And so when they would go down, I was the person who would come in and fix them to repair them. So we had these instructions on how to repair it. And I would follow the instructions, get it done. And I call it the, 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 the guy who's over us, you know, the, the teacher or whatever. Okay, I'm finished. He would come over and he'd look at it. And he said, how'd you do this? I said, do what? He said, I don't know how you did this, but however you fix this, ain't got nothing to do with the instructions you were given, but it's it's done. And this happened a couple times. Until one day I told one of the one of the staff sergeants, he said, he said, he said, he said Private Larry come in here to talk to you. What's going on with you and all this stuff? What's going on? And this is what I said to him. I said, Well, I said, God got another job for me that's not this one. He said, oh, God talked to you? He said this to me. <laughs> and I said, yeah. He said, okay, you go back to your seat there, and I'll talk to you later. So I said, okay. So little did I know he thought I was crazy. Sure. He, he, had, he sent me to a psychiatric ward to be psychic, you know, to be evaluated. Yeah. And I remember going there thinking to myself, I said, God, I said, these people are crazy because they don't believe in me. <laughs> I said, why am I going to see this psychic, this psychiatrist person? This ain't right. <laughs> you know, because I was kind of offended, actually. I was offended. And and uh, Laura's like, everything going to be okay. I said, yeah, right, whatever. Well, I got to go talk to this person. So I get there. I walk in this office. And this guy got Christian stuff all over the wall. And I'm like, oh, okay, God. So we start talking. And I'm telling him what's going on and everything. He's just going, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. 
And but now, now nothing miraculous happened at that point, but he agreed with everything and gave me a clear bill of psychiatric health and let me get out of there, you know. So um, so then I wound up going to California. And um, now this I, I just dropping different things that happened through life. Right. Now when I was in California, I wound up going to Japan. And um, when I went to Japan, we were out in the field, like out in the jungle somewhere. And I was a part of what's called Quartermaster, where we set up showers and, and places for people to eat, for the military and all this kind of stuff. So we were out in the jungle, and way over on the other side were all these Japanese people. Now, they were Buddhists, right? So I'm thinking to myself, okay, God, I'm in Japan. I'm in another part of the world. This is awesome. And uh, one day I told myself I'm going to go and see him because I'm thinking I'm thinking I'm going to try to talk to somebody about Jesus, right? Right. <laughs> so I'm walking through I'm walking through the jungle and this we're like divided by almost a mile of just harsh land and jungle and stuff like this. So I'm walking and um, I see this Japanese dude come and he's walking towards me as I'm going this way. And I'm thinking, okay, God, thanks for just one person. I didn't talk to a whole bunch of people. You know, so we're walking and stuff. So we, we meet each other and I look at him, but I feel something kind of going on. And he looks at me and he and he kind of got a smile on his face. So I whip out my Bible and guess what? He whips out a Japanese Bible. <laughs> yeah. And I still have it to this day. I still had his Bible. It's the Old and New Testament and he got a signature in it and a picture of him and I together. I still have it to this day. So this happened. Wow. This happened in 83. So, um, so I'm 13. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm, so, I'm two years out. Two years? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm, uh, now they don't speak no English, but I, I'm kind of gesturing to him because I'm pointing my Bible and he pointed here too. And he goes, yeah. And I do like this. And he goes, yeah. <laughs> right. So here I am across the sea in another country and brought God brought me face to face with the only Japanese Christian who was in the battalion. Cause after meeting him, I'm just shocked that God did this, but I still want to go meet some that are not saved. So I'm going to these tents, and every time I bring up Jesus, they go, no, 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 no. That's shameful. We, we No, no, we're no Christian. We're no Christian, you know? But I, I knew that God had led me to meet the one person who was, which was totally mind-blowing to me because it, it, brought, it, brought me to a, it brought me to a place of knowing that God is the God of the whole earth. Yeah. You know, it, it ain't just me. It ain't just America. It ain't just my neighborhood. It's the whole earth. Yeah. And even in Japan, when I'm by myself, I met a person who knows Jesus, which was mind-blowing <laughs> to me. I'm like, oh, my God, is this in even the, in true? In the middle of the jungle? Yeah, in the jungle. Like, yeah. Is this even true? <laughs> I'm like, wow, Lord, I can't believe this. So, now from that, I'm going I'm to go, go back to, to, to California because I, I met a guy. Well, this is not California. This is in Germany. I went to Germany, too. And so I met this guy in Germany. Now, these are different parts and portions of the Lord revealing to me how spiritual gifts work. You know, how, like it said, the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, discerning of spirits, um, uh, working of miracles, faith, all these different kind of gifts that the Holy Spirit manifests through a person right. as you get into ministry and stuff like that. Which, which to me, you know, my, my the way I look at it is that the Holy Spirit in your life, you don't have to know what gift you got. You have the gift giver in you, and he will use whichever one he needs to use. So you ain't got to be thinking, well, I know I can pray in tongues, but I can't do this. Ain't got nothing to do with that. 
It's like I got the Holy Spirit who is God in me. Whatever gift needs to be used at whatever time, he will do it. You know, you don't have to feel that you have to be a prophet to prophesy. No, you don't. You got the Holy Ghost in you. If he got something for you to say to somebody, just say it. It's the same thing, but it's, it's him. You know, it ain't about us. Mm -hmm. So I met this guy. He was from a Southern Baptist church. And we were chatting now and then. So one day he came to my to my barrack room and he was bawling like a baby. He crying. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my God, this dude, he just, he just out of contact. What is going on? And so I asked him, are you okay? He said, no, he's crying like a baby. I said, what's going on? But he's crying so much he won't tell me. So I get kind of upset about it. I just do that. I go, God, what's wrong with this dude? <laughs> I mean, just like that. What's wrong with this dude? So the Lord, I hear the Holy Spirit say, ask him what's up with his girlfriend. I said, his girlfriend? I said, hey man, is something going on with your girlfriend? And he stops crying like this. And he goes, yeah. And he goes right back to crying again. <laughs> yeah, he just stops it. And he goes, ah. I was like, okay, God. So something going on with his girlfriend. <laughs> so the Lord speaks to me about it. And um, I said, okay. So I started asking certain questions that I'm hearing from the Lord, you know. He stops crying. He just stays in my room. He sleeps in the other bunk over there. And all is good. He's at peace, you know. But that was the Lord showing me how I can mentor someone because of what he knows, not because of what I know. Yeah. You know, so it was it was involved for those technically who may be listening, the word of wisdom and the word of knowledge. For those, those are gifts and manifestations from the Holy Spirit to give you an understanding of what's going on that you don't have yourself. It comes directly from God. Um. The gifts of healing happened when I laid my hands on this guy who had his teeth pulled out, you know, which was a physical thing. Not that he was sick, but he was like injured, you know, from, from the, when he had to get his wisdom teeth yeah. pulled out. And I laid my hands and God healed, took that thing away just instantly. And um, so, so now I'm figuring out, okay, I got these manifestations of the Holy Spirit in me, you know, to be used for whatever. And so I never felt um, intimidated. When I went to churches, I saw people praying for the sick and stuff. It never intimidated me. I'm like, well, the Holy Spirit in me. And if you want to do that, you can do it. And whatever. And um, <clears throat> so that, that happened as well. Um, another time, uh, Jesus came to me. Because I started, I started realizing, you know, by, by how God, how real God is, that yes, he does actually come to you. When Jesus says in his word, I and the Father will come to you, I will be with you. He ain't just saying it like it's just by the spirit. He, he will physically come with you and sit with you and sup with you. He does these things. It's very real, you know? Uh -huh. But so sometimes we feel like, we say, I seen Jesus. Well, did you have a dream? Uh -huh. We don't believe it, you know? Did you have a dream? That's all a dream. But actually, the way God speaks to us, whether it's a dream or physicality, like you sitting there, it's still real and it's still Jesus. Yeah. So never under estimate it just thank the lord for him revealing himself to you you know but he said to he he who receives much is given more you know god always brings an increase you right. know so 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 don't get don't think don't think of you saw once that light it ain't never gonna happen again <laughs> no god gives increase but a part of it with the lord is you have to have an expectation to not just be settled we can say oh god that was great and be yeah. settled and stay there forever. Like like uh, Baptist Church forever. You know, like Baptist Church. They know yeah. about John the Baptist stuff, but most of them don't speak in tongues. Most of them don't experience the glory. None of that kind of stuff. 
you know? Right. So in, in yourself and in your life, know that as God revealed himself to you, there's always more. But the Holy Spirit and God is like a gentleman. You know, he want he wants to know that you actually want more before he give you more. He yeah. wanna know that you want it, you know. I will tell people, um, he's a he's a lover, not a rape rapist. Right. He won't right. force himself upon you. He right. will woo you and yes. wait for you to say, please Right. You know, I want to I want to be with you. I want and then and then it'll be okay. I've yep. been waiting for you to say that. Right, right. You know? Amen. No, that's, that's very true. Now, 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 I know uh, through through part of my actually being in Christ and filled with the Holy Ghost life, I had some demonic stuff happen as well, <clears throat> which was one of them. <laughs> this is odd, <laughs> but it's true. Because um, I ain't been a perfect Christian the whole time either. And um, right. one time, I'm just going to say it because it's true, but I know the Lord's forgiven me, and I, I, I live for Jesus, and I, I do what I do, you know. I ain't killed nobody, <laughs> but regardless, you know, we're sinners. And um, I was involved in some fornication at one time a few years ago. This is after I got divorced and was struggling with keeping myself while I was in fornication. So I'm in, I'm in my home at the time. And suddenly, it's that night, we sleeping. There's an entity in my room. And it sounds... <sighs> something like this but it's really loud that wakes me up right and it's right at the closet at the foot of the bed i know it's something there you know i, I didn't know it because i heard it physically not in my spirit i heard it and she heard it so but, but but after being filled with the spirit i have never really experienced fear anymore when i deal with spiritual things whether they're demons or whatever you know because it is god or it's not you know these angels or demons it's one or the other ain't no in between and so I remember waking up and I looked down there and I said, oh, that's just a demon. She said, what was that? I said, it's just a demon. I said, I said, in Jesus' name, you just go away. And I just turned over and went back to sleep, you know, because <laughs> my, whole, my whole mind of dealing with this stuff, God has thoroughly convinced me that they defeated. You know, they are defeated folk. Mm -hmm. They have power, but guess who they got the power from? God created them. That's what they got the power from. So whatever power they have is not over Jesus. And Jesus said, I give you a power and authority over all the power of the enemy. Mm -hmm. So there ain't no defeating. You know, they know you to be afraid because they cannot do nothing to you that God can't undo or overcome. So in that and myself, I, I'm, I'm thoroughly convinced of that. You know, I cannot be persuaded at all. Like sometimes I hear people talk about a spirit of Jezebel and these kind of things. And I'm like, I don't care what spirit it is. I know it's defeated. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my thing is sure. the spirit is defeated, you know. And um, <clears throat> that's interesting because so. I also had something similar. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's amazing to me that we, we there's this, a lot of connections. Mm -hmm. Oh, good, we're, good. We're that's totally good. different people. Yeah, but we have some similarities. Yep. Um, I was I was part of a Presbyterian church for a little while. And okay. I volunteered to to vacuum and clean it up, and I All would right. do this at nighttime mm -hmm. by myself. I'd be the only one in the building. And one night I was vacuuming, and I always had a weird sensation that something was playing with me when I was there. Okay. Um, uh, one time, uh, you know, just kind of out the corner of your eye kind of thing. You see something. Yep, that's how it happens. You know, yeah, I know what that's around, about. <laughs> and you turn around and look over there, there's nothing there. Yeah. And you're like, well, it could have been headlights going by or something. You know, you try to rationalize it. Right. But one time, there was a presence 
I, I was vacuuming and I just stopped because mm -hmm. behind me, mm -hmm. and I have I have earbuds in and mm -hmm. I'm listening to Christian music and I'm yeah. and I'm a lot of times I'm praying when I'm doing, right. while I'm doing this. Right. And I was praying and I was listening to Christian music, and suddenly, but I just stopped. Everything stopped because behind me. Mm -hmm. I felt like if I were to turn around, mm -hmm. I'm going to be looking at something grotesque, mm -hmm. and it's just it's just purely angry at me, whatever right. this thing is. Yeah, and it's like it's growling at me. Right. And I just in that moment I went, no, no, I'm not going to acknowledge you. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm listening to my music. I'm trying to do a nice thing here by mm -hmm. taking care of this building mm -hmm. for the churchgoers, mm -hmm. and I'm praying. Mm -hmm. You 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 don't get to be a part of this right now. And then suddenly it felt like it was just gone. Right, right. And I was able, I never turned around though, because yeah. I didn't want to give it satisfaction that I was going to give it any sort of intention or right. anything like that. Right. So I had to do the rest of my vacuuming in a way where I always kind of had yeah. my back yeah. to it, because I was like, no, you're not getting my attention. Right. You know, but for a brief moment, I was petrified. Mm -hmm. This thing's going to get me, whatever right. it is. Right. I was petrified. But it was just like, it was, it, but then it was almost like a righteous anger on my part. Like, right. no, you're not going to interrupt my time with God while mm -hmm. I'm praying. I'm doing my thing, mm -hmm. you know, and it was just gone. And that was kind of the moment where I realized, too, that there is power, right. you know, that comes from God. If, if you're presented by something. Right. When I was a child, I got, I, I have a hundred stories about things that, mm -hmm. that always kind of feels like stuff is playing with me. Like, yeah. it's always trying to kind of scare me or frighten right. me. But when I look at it, when I look at it now, as as in the journey that I'm on now, mm -hmm. I think to myself, if little little kid version of me knew these kind of things, mm -hmm. I could have made that stuff go away so easy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because now I know, yep. now I know I, that there is a power in Jesus's name. Right. And you just and they're scared to death of it because mm -hmm. they know He's defeated them. Mm -hmm. One one thing I want to tell you, though, I'm perceiving this. Um, Learn about the office of a seer. I don't know if you have or not, but I just encourage you to read about prophets too. Because, you know, when when your eye is open, it can be opened again. Mm -hmm. When God lets you see his glory, guess what? That ain't, that ain't the only time you're going to see it. Right. You know, he, it, a, it, it'll be opening, you know. I've had a few dreams that yeah. are more real to me than my normal dreams. Right, like, right. And there's been a couple of times. I recently had one where God directly talked to me in the dream. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I've had that kind of happen through imagery before. Right. But this time he directly talked to me. Mm -hmm. And and it was it was kind of weird, but it was like, it was about Matthew. Yeah. And nothing has come Whoa. of it since then. <laughs> yeah. But it was like, okay, so, but why, why, why is it, why is it involving Matthew? What, what's, mm -hmm. what's in there that I need to figure out? Mm -hmm. But the thing with God that I, that I have discovered is I always want it on my time. Oh, okay. You know, this could be something that is 10 yeah. years from now. Yeah. And I just yeah. have to, I have to learn patience on my behalf. Right, right. Because you know? in patience, we inherit the promises. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, that, 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 that is that's very true, you know. Um, no, it's, it's, much, it's much more to you. A part, a part of me being here is, um, it's gonna be, I'm going to impart something to you before I leave. Because there is, you know, when, when the Lord brings you together, like we're together like this, but each of us um, experience manifestations of the Lord in certain ways. 
you know. Yeah. But it all works to together, you know. Cause I'm, I'm afraid for you too, because um, you know, there there is there is different dimensions and stuff in God, which you got to get to that you can't learn. It has to be given to you, you know. It has to just drop in, and God just says, "Okay, do this." And um, but but it, it happens, you know. It happens a lot, like like anointing kind of stuff. It can't be taught to somebody. You got to catch it. You know, you got to be at that place. Say, okay, God, do it. God said, do this, then you do it. You know, it's not like you go to school and you learn how to prophesy, for instance. You just got to say, okay, God, I'll say what you say. The next thing you know, he gets a little deeper. It gets a little deeper. It gets a little different. But it's, you know, it's like Jesus said, the kingdom of God, like a grain of mustard seed, you know, Um, it grows. A man knows not how, but God gives the increase, you know. So, so don't belittle things, you know, if you see somebody where they prophesy like, wow, but no, they had a place to start as well. Because the kingdom of God, that's the whole kingdom, uh-huh. started as a grain of mustard seed, you know. When, when, I, when I first was learning on how to even speak what God says, I would just hear maybe one or two words and that was it. And I'd be like, well, this made no sense. For instance, why would I say spaghetti plate to her? What does that mean? Right. <laughs> you know? But but as soon as I would say spaghetti plate, then everything else will come. You know, because God does it as a grain of mustard seed, and he gives increase. The Bible uh-huh. says a man knows not how, but it happens. You know? So so know that when God has given you a little piece of something, like the Bible tells us, the, the spice, not small beginnings. When he's giving you a piece, there's more. But he's waiting to see if you're going to be faithful with the little piece you got first before the rest of it comes. Yeah. You know? So j- just just be aware of that. So I really feel with you more is coming and that kind of thing, you know? Um, so I don't want to interrupt where you were no, going, go, go ahead. I have something that I'd like to share with you, too. Yeah. All right. That I thought you would find as an encouragement mm-hmm. or pretty cool. Okay, the other the other day... And, and for that, we didn't really say it at the beginning of this piece. We said it at the beginning of the the other piece we've recorded today. Uh, but Larry's uh, uh, part of the, the Bible study group that Brad and I have talked about, uh, Kingdom Life Ministry International. Yeah, that, that's the church. That's and the, the church. And, and the Bible group is called uh, Iron, Iron Sharpens Iron. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, um, so just in case, we, we forgot to kind of say that at the beginning of this one. Yeah. But um, it meets every Wednesday. Except for the, the third, third Wednesday, Wednesday. Right. of the month when it's just kind of group prayer. Right. Corporate so, prayer. Corporate prayer. Yeah. So one of these times we're praying and I just, I felt, I went to the back and I specifically went to the back where there's an opening where for wheelchair access. Right. right. And I just kind of, I sat there and I mm-hmm. laid down and went face down because I just felt like. I felt like God, I'm crippled. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, it was like I was like I was led there. It was like it was like God, and that in a good way. Yeah. It, it, what I'm saying is like I'm 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 finite. You're infinite. Mm-hmm. I can't. You know, I can't move. You move me. You know, it was it was just kind of that submission. Mm-hmm. It was like recognition that I need you. You don't need me. Mm-hmm. And it was just I was just laying down. And as I'm praying and I'm thanking God, one of the things that hit me, or one of the things I just that grew in my heart was like, God, I want a vision. Mm. I said, I have never had a vision. Okay. I've never had a situation where I'm just sitting here, like you were talking about, right. laying in your bunk and just God shows up. Right, right. I've had dreams. Yeah. 
I've had dreams. That, yeah, but know, no difference. Yeah. I understand. But I haven't had a vision where I'm just in the room and suddenly I'm not in the room and mm-hmm. I see things and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I was, I felt almost guilty because I was like, God, I don't need a vision to believe in you. Mm-hmm. I don't need a vision to trust in you. Right. But you have said, pray for these things. Pray, mm-hmm. pray that you receive the gifts. Pray right. that you all these things. And so I'm like, oh, so God, I want a vision. Mm-hmm. I want, I want to have a vision, and I want to see you. And, and at the same time, my heart is going, but I don't need a vision. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I almost felt bad for asking, right? Because it was like I, I don't need the vision to believe in who you are and that you love right. me, right? But at the same time, I've never had one, right? And so I'm sitting there praying and praying, and I was like, "But, but your will be done." Mm-hmm. I said, "I, you know, if if I don't need it, if this is not for me, you know, just let me know." Mm-hmm. But I want a vision. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and so we got done. Yeah. And you called us all kind of to the middle, to the front. Yeah, I remember that. And we were sitting there. And this was the time that you said, I want everyone say something that you just yeah. feel about someone else. Yeah. And you had a vision about me. I sure did. I remember like yesterday. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. I and remember I, this. And as you were saying mm-hmm. your vision, mm-hmm. and you and and you remember it. But you were talking about you were seeing God smile on me. Yeah. And he turned around and told everyone, look at my look at my yep. son, Scott. Oh, yeah. Everyone look at Scott and just smiling on me. Mm-hmm. And I sat there it going. So real. And I sat there going, God, you gave me my vision and kept the vision from me at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that was because I was praying. I don't need the vision to believe in you, but I want a vision. Right. And so it was. It's like he gave me both at the same time. Right. And I remember thinking, "God, you're so cool." That is awesome. That <laughs> and, is so awesome. And and I thought, and I thought later, uh, I should have told you mm-hmm. right away. But then I thought it was like a week later. Right. I thought I should tell you. And then I had asked you to do this, and mm-hmm. I was like, "No, I'm going to wait for the podcast. I'm going to tell them that." <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. Well, one, one one thing that's so interesting about this, <clears throat> because. When we do our corporate thing, it seems like every time we do it, it's different. Uh-huh. You know, and, 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 and I just wait. Okay, God, what's happening today? Because I have no idea. Yeah. You know, I'm like, what, what are we going to do today, God? I don't know. And so when, when this particular thing happened with you, like Scott, God brought you in my spirit, whatever, how he does it. But I knew this was for you. And, and it's like, so I saw, to better describe it, it's like God did, like God stood up like this and he did like this with his arm. And I saw all these people like in stands and stuff. Like how the Bible says we have a great cloud of witnesses uh-huh. with all these people up there. And he pointed at you and he said, know what I said to you. Yeah. you know, this is my son. He's doing it and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, wow. And it, it was so intense to me. I actually started crying. Yeah. And I couldn't hold the tears back because it, it just was so intense. And um, which happens not every time, but when it's that intense stuff like that, sometimes I go to crying. I'll be like, Lord, I ain't got no crying in me. What's going on? <laughs> I don't feel like it's me, you know? Uh-huh. But like I, I just knew beyond a shadow of a doubt, I had to share this with you. You had to hear it and you had to hear it then in the way that he showed it to me, just the intensity of it, you know, cause it, it was, it was a big deal. 
It just yeah. was a big deal, even to me <laughs> being a part of it, man. And I thought you would appreciate knowing yeah. what you didn't know right. about no, I what do. I was praying right before that. Yeah, man, that's totally awesome because it's sometimes this stuff happens, and when it's over, I'm like, okay, God, what's all this about? Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I don't be knowing, you know. Uh -huh. Sometimes he shows stuff, and sometimes I don't know. But when these kind of things, no, I really want you to know I appreciate it. Because there's been times when people say, remember you said this? And I'd be like, no. What I said to you, <laughs> you know? But uh -huh. no, I really appreciate it, man. Because, you know, it, it encourages me. You know, I, I, I know I know God speaks through me and stuff. You know, I see visions and stuff and all this kind of, this, this miraculous stuff always seems to be happening. But regardless of that, I know I'm just Larry. Yeah. You know, I'm just a person. <laughs> uh -huh. I, I step out in faith in some of these things. And I'm thinking, boy, I hope that's right. Uh -huh. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and one of the other times, I think it was the, the month after that, mm -hmm. you guys were about to have the, uh, the uh, in the lot next to you, kind of the celebration. Right. And for a week before that, mm -hmm. for a week before that, God had been leading me, every time I went to work, it was just, I get there super early before anyone else. Yeah. So I'm there by for an hour by myself. Okay. And I work out at a kiosk out in front of a grocery store. Right. So I'm the only one out there okay. for a while. So, and I set things up for mm -hmm. when customers are going to start arriving mm -hmm. and picking up stuff they've ordered online. That's mm -hmm. what I do. And for like a week before that, God had led me to start in the middle of the kiosk and just start praising and thanking him, walk out of the doors, circle the kiosk, mm -hmm. praising and thanking him, just mm -hmm. surrounding it and then coming back into the heart of the thing. Right. Just thanking and praying. That's all I was saying. I wasn't praying anything specific. Right. I was literally just saying, I praise you and I thank you, Yahweh God. Yeah. I praise you and I thank you, Yahweh God. I was just going, and it just led me to do this for a week as I was doing that. I come Wednesday mm -hmm. and we're done praying and I forget who it was. One of the ladies I goes, Tinta Linda. we need to march around this yeah. area yeah. praising and thanking God. And I just went, <laughs> I just went, God, what is it with this place? <laughs> what is it? And, and, Isn't that and, awesome, man? Don't I encourage yeah. you? It's just like, yes, I got it right. <laughs> and, yeah. and yeah, I have several stories like that about yeah. about, about uh, right. that, about, about uh, the, 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 the iron sharpens iron or the, right. the prayer or whatever. Yeah. And so that's why I wanted to throw out, we hadn't mentioned that it's part of Kingdom oh. Life, Life Ministries right. International. So again, we'll just say anyone in the Des Moines area, right. Des Moines, Iowa area, feel free to check them out. Anyone in the world, feel free to check them out online. Yeah. Uh, but but there's just been so many experiences like that mm -hmm. since I've been there, mm -hmm. where it's just like, oh my goodness, here it is. You know. <laughs> yeah. I've been yeah. I've been going through this right before that. Why? Oh, there's a either a confirmation mm -hmm. or something mm -hmm. happened. Well, there's yeah. been little things here or there, too. It's just people, like I told you about a dream I had, and then you called me up one time, and you're like, Brad, there's another guy at the, the, at the yes. meeting tonight, and he was also talking about storms, and then he talked about they were coming to Africa, and then that reminded me, oh my gosh, my dream was set in Africa. Like, yeah. So there yeah. Was, there's like uh -huh. connections right, going right. on that are, you know, which uh -huh. once again just confirms to me that not only was that a God dream that I had, but also... Mm -hmm. Okay, so there is some truth to this. I don't know what it is yet. Yeah, but, mm -hmm. but there's a confirmation going on. There's a yeah, yeah. There's been quite a bit of that too. Amen. I, I, I do remember speaking to you once about being who you are, 
you know, to step forward and what you do and the way you do it, do it the way you do it. Do you remember that one? I remember. I think it was the same day that you had was your vision about me. Or maybe maybe it was well, a th- different I think, day. I think this was a different day upstairs, actually. Be- okay. Because I, I remember you telling me one time that you God was telling you that he's put a love for the word in my heart. And even if people get upset with me for it, keep mm-hmm. going. Yeah. Because it's from him. Yeah. And they're not, some people aren't going to receive it very well. Right. But. Uh, oh, I remember that part, too. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. That's very true. Yeah, because you have you have what well, what I would call to me, what you have is, is a unique ministry. You know, it's um like some people might say special, different. Some people may say odd, <laughs> but it's unique. You know, my mom would say unique up on people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's uh you know to to me the thing about it, it's like everybody has a fingerprint. You know that's particularly theirs. Yeah. But it's valid. You know, your ministry, which you have in the Lord, is completely valid, but it's particular, not in a bad way, because it, it's um it's it's unique in that you have a specialty. You know, to to not to not yeah. back from at all, but to go with it. You know, and, and just like like iron sharpens iron, God is fixing it and and making it better. To be precise, you know, you, you the, the the way the Holy Spirit flows through you is a precision kind of thing. Like there's some things you may be able to do or or, or express that I just cannot, but it's okay. You know, yeah, we, yeah. We call we each have a thing. We're all that members God has of the body. Do. Yeah. yeah, you know, we're, we're all members of the body. <clears throat> you know, and, and we all have a part to play. You know, mm-hmm. but in, in playing that part. We still need to be encouraged, you know, just like you telling me what happened and all that. Yeah. And I hear, I be hearing people come back and say, remember you said this there? Remember you prayed this? Well, this uh-huh. is what happened. And I was like, wow, really? Yeah. You know? And like, and like, like you said, I, I've never received a vision. Mm-hmm. But when you had that vision, I didn't go, God, why didn't you give that to me? Right. I asked for it. I didn't ask you to give it to him. <laughs> yeah. No, my first reaction was, oh my goodness, that's so awesome. Because uh-huh. I just had that immediate feeling of... I recognize you talking about God smiling over me right. I, and it, it was real to me. Right. And I just feel like, God, this is awesome because if I got the vision, it would be, wow, this is amazing. And no one else would know it. Right. But yeah. I, I had a conscious realization that you blessed Larry mm-hmm. also through my vision. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's a blessing to me. And, and I was like, this is what a body right. is. Right. It's, it's not one part uh, ministered to and the rest of it ignored. It's right. everything being ministered to together. Right. It's, it's very true. You, you know. You know. Of course, I hadn't. I hadn't usually had a vision like that. Mm-hmm. You know. So I was overwhelmed because I'm. I'm looking and it, it's like I'm not with everybody right there in the church, but I am there. Yeah. And God is like right there, and He's stretching His arm out and He's saying these things, but I'm like right there. Because it seems so real, it's, it's almost like you're in two places at once. Because uh-huh. you know you're in church, because you're just standing there. <laughs> right. But I'm in heaven as well. I mean, that's how we are as Christians anyway. We yeah. see it in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. It's a it's a dual thing that that we work in, or that we walk in in the Lord. It's a dual thing. But that that vision was so real to me. You know, I was affected 
Mm-hmm. And it wasn't me. It wasn't about me. It was about you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I was like, oh, my God. I can't believe this, Lord. You got him that. Because I, I almost got jealous. <laughs> I almost got jealous. I, I, I said, Lord. Oh, man. Are you proud of him that much? Because <laughs> I'm witnessing this, you know? But I'm like, oh, man, you must really love this dude, don't you? <laughs> you and, really and love see, him. the thing is, when you were doing that to me, <laughs> yeah. I was kept, my first reaction was, you know, like I said, it was like, well, I didn't get the G. You gave it to Larry. You didn't give it to me. And then and then immediately went, yeah, but that's cool because you love Larry yeah. too. You know, yeah. this is, this is ev- everyone got blessed. Yeah, it was awesome. Not man. just me. Yeah. You know. But, but you know, the, the, the deep thing is everybody got blessed, but not just you. But because of you is why it happened. <laughs> because of you. You know, because of your obedience. Uh-huh. You know, and, and, and God, because this is the one thing that kind of bothers me sometimes and, and just having, just working and stuff, is when people know you do something wrong, it comes right to the front. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. This wrong, that wrong, that wrong. And I have felt at times in the Lord of going to churches, preachers preach about everything you're doing wrong and say, you don't know who you are in Christ Jesus. And I'll be thinking, well, you ain't telling me who I am in Christ Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I need to know this, you know. Uh-huh. And where, where this God was just commending your obedience to him in front of us. And this happened before we got to heaven. We down here, but he just doing it. Uh-huh. You know, and, and that was so mind blowing to me, man, J- just to see this, you know, because first of all, I'm like, wow, I can't believe I'm even seeing this. How did this happen? You know, <laughs> but then to hear that you were praying that and stuff, too, uh-huh. how God took us as a body. Used your prayer, answered your prayer, blessed me to even be a part of it. I'm just human like you are. I ain't nobody special. You know, I'm just human right. like you are. But in, in all of it, God worked it all for the good. You know, that that it, that it wasn't just like, well, I had a dream and you was in it. And da, da, da. Yeah. You know, but it, it, had a fight, it had a spiritual substance to it that it affected the life. You know, there's a spiritual substance that happens when God reveals things you know the, the whole revelation thing because that's not something i could have that's nothing i could have taught you i couldn't get in the bible and say hey man this is the bible says this so blah 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 that wasn't that at all uh-huh. it was just god open pull back that curtain and this is what it is and i was like wow <laughs> i can't believe it <laughs> it was awesome man you know it, it was just awesome oh. i felt so grateful you know i i, I mean it's truly i i feel real grateful even just to know you because Jesus acknowledged you. You know, Jesus did. Yeah. And, you know, and, and you as well. God coming to your home and, and showing himself to you, Jesus is acknowledging who you are in him. You know, which, which it, it just blows my mind that I was a part of it, that I could even just witness this, you know, when you sit back and say, wow, did that really happen? You know? But, um, you know, I, I'm thoroughly convinced. I mean, I am thoroughly convinced like the Bible tells us, know no man after the flesh. Well, now I know about you from the spirit. I know about you some things of the spirit, you know? Mm-hmm. Whereas it ain't got nothing to do with flesh and blood. It ain't got nothing to do with being man or female. It ain't got nothing to do with that stuff. It's, it's, it's spirit. It's everlasting. It does not change. And, and it, it is commended by God himself, you know? Right. The creator of all things has commended you and you, you know? He commended us. To be serving him, you know, he's he's like Jesus said, you know, you guys should do greater things than I do, you know, and why they call Christians because they were like Jesus, you know, they were yeah. like the Christ. It's why Christ. they even that they even come around. Christian means like Christ, yeah, 
And it wasn't in the early church. It wasn't something people called themselves. Right. It was something other people called they. Right. Those right, guys. Right. Right. We are, just say, you yeah. know, so now it's like I'm a Christian, you know. Or, yeah. oh, are you? Yeah. I didn't know that till you just told me. Exactly. You know? <laughs> we're just, right. we're just Whenever I say, when you have to explain to me that you yeah. are, you're not really. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's true. You know, we walk around as what the Bible says, as um, we walk around as what's it called. Written epistle, written epistles. You know, we walk around as that mm-hmm. because when God, when people look at us, they should be seeing, <laughs> you know, God yeah. as a witness to them that God is, you know, real in your life. You know, and you know, the, 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 that's one thing because when I when I started experiencing the reality of God, you know, and, and seeing things like you say, you see stuff out the corner of your eye because mm-hmm. that, that that spirit is on. You know, it, it's on. It's been on before you were born. But then we come to a part in life where we start experiencing it and then we got to acknowledge it. Then we got to thank God for it. And then you start going for it, you know, because this is what God created you to do. You know, the type of revelation you have, God has created for you to do it before you were born. You know, you just decide to do this thing. You know, the the, the type of revelation you have, God put that in you before you were born. You just decide, oh, I see this and this and this. Well, guess what? It's a reason, a purpose, and it's from God. Mm-hmm. You know, the devil tries to, just like me, you know, I was seeing all these evil things before I really gave my life to Jesus and decided to live for God in it. Well, the devil realizes that some people have been marked of the Lord and he tries to take that way and lead it to a different direction, you know. But, um, <clears throat> no, this is deep. This is good. You know, this, this, <laughs> I, I'm serious. This is good. Yeah. I mean, I feel the Holy Ghost in me. <laughs> And I oh feel, I didn't want to interrupt, so no, you, were, you were going on with other things in your life. Did you have more? Because mm-hmm. I want to get back to what you were doing if you had more to say about your testimony and other things. Um, so I didn't want to interrupt yeah, that. Yeah. I just I just felt that was a good spot to interject yeah. mine it was where you were. my interruption yeah. to start with. So you were talking about you were with that with a girl and, mm-hmm. and you felt something at, at the end of your bed. Right. And he yelled at me. And, yeah. And so I didn't know if you had anything from that point on what you wanted to talk about as well. Um, what I want to say in that is, as God said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Uh-huh. I was in sin in the bed with a girl. But the only reason I saw that thing, because God gave me, what's it called, discerning of spirits. Mm-hmm. I couldn't see without that functioning. I would not yeah. have seen him. Especially not heard him. Because, because in, in, in these spiritual kind of things, it's not just about seeing. It's about hearing. It's about feeling. When we feel God's presence, it's even mm-hmm. about tasting. One, one time I was in a prayer meeting and, and was it my house? It's at the pastor's house in Oklahoma. We all praying and stuff. And suddenly I smelled these roses, right? And it was real strong. So I'm standing there thinking to myself, why am I smelling these roses? What's going on? So I open my eyes. I'm looking around and see some flowers in the living room. There's no flowers. So I asked my pastor, I said, hey man, you guys got some flowers or stuff going in here? He said, no, you ain't got any flowers in a while. So what does the Bible talk about? Jesus, the rose of Sharon. Yeah. Jesus was there. Now, I didn't see Jesus, but the aroma of flowers was uh, specifically roses was super strong. And I smelled that, you know? So so just to know, to expand, you know, to expand your knowledge concerning uh, Knowing the spiritual realm, discerning of spirits. When you discern stuff, you kind of know it's there, whether you see it or not, you know. But for us, and being created in Christ Jesus, it goes beyond just seeing. 
you know, because part of it's hearing, mm-hmm. part of it's even feeling, like you can walk into somewhere and like, ooh, it don't feel good in here. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. And then why? Everybody else having fun. Yeah, but some ain't, some ain't right in here. Right. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? How you know it ain't right? Because the discerning spirit's happening, you know? And they ain't always just seeing stuff. Sometimes it's just feeling, being aware, you know, of, of what's happening, you know? And um, I've walked into certain places sometimes and I'm like, whoa, there's a shaking going on here. Yeah, yeah. And I just felt like, Hey, people are like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. I'm like, and I just feel this this place is shaking. Yeah. Right. And and I have to sit down because I feel wobbly. Right. You know, and it's not me physically. Yeah. It's just, uh, and I've wondered, you know, is God is God shaking this place? Mm-hmm. You know, I and and there's there's things like that that right. I'm like, uh, what what is going on in in the spirit world here? Yeah. The best the best thing about that, which is so good that you do is you acknowledge mm-hmm. that, you know? Because when it, when it concerns things of the spirit and these spiritual kind of things that we experience, when you acknowledge it, then God says, oh, he got it. Now I'm going to bring more. But to him, to him, he gives, more is given, you know? When, when, when you see the what Jesus talked about, the guys who they had talents, I think, and one that used it, and the other one ten, didn't. Ten talents, five talents, and then one talent, and the two, right. one with the ten, and one with the five went out and doubled it. Right, the right. One with the one buried it. Right, right, right. You can't bury this stuff. And he know? came and said, I knew you were a harsh taskmaster, so mm-hmm. I didn't want to lose it, so I buried right. it. And he said, right. what's wrong with you? You should have yep. at least put it in a bank. Yep, because that, that's like having false humility, mm-hmm. you know, uh-huh. where, where we don't think I'm worthy for God to do this or whatever. But God is like, I created you in my image. Mm-hmm. I'm loving you like I love myself, you know? Mm-hmm. And for somebody, if anybody that God loves is himself, was well, he perfect? No flaw, no sin, no nothing. You know, you can't even tempt God with sin. <laughs> right. You know, you can't even do that. So of course he loves himself. But then to know that he can look at us with that same thing because of Jesus. Well, so Jesus brought us to a whole nother depth here, you know? So we really need to get out of our minds when the Bible tells us, um, know no man after the flesh, is even consider ourselves. To know ourselves not after the flesh. Well, yeah. God, I know I've done this and I failed this uh-huh. and I've done. God, I don't want to hear that stuff, you know? But to have a confidence in that what Jesus has, has said of you and what he's commanding you to do and where he's bringing you is real and true and is going to happen. Yeah. You know? It is going to happen. But, 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 you know, receive that in faith, receive that in patience, because God works with us, you know. But um, that's what I feel. Yeah, go ahead. The hardest person to forgive is yourself. Mm-hmm. Because like, if you strike me, mm-hmm. you hit me mm-hmm. or something, you can apologize. I can go, oh, it's okay. Or, or I can, I can kind of justify he's going through a hard time in his life. He right. didn't mean it, whatever. But to for me, like if I hit you, mm-hmm. And then I'm thinking about that later. It's like, I know not just what I did, but I know what my heart felt like before that. I know I was angry. I know I was bitter. I know. And I'm like, I don't have a justification. I can't say Mm -hmm. uh, it was an accident. I can't say I didn't really mean it. No, I know I meant it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, and it's hard. I think it's hardest to forgive ourselves because we know we were wrong. Right. You know, uh, but yeah, that's difficult to, I think, I think that's the most difficult, just personal opinion Yeah. to go, God, I give that up. 
I acknowledge it's covered by the blood. Mm -hmm. You've forgiven me. Mm -hmm. I'm okay. Right, right. You know, you know. Go, uh, part of it is, is, is the pride. The pride thing is always a part of it too, mm -hmm. because um, in order to do that, we have to submit our own soul and our own thoughts to what is true and not just a fact. Yeah, it's a fact. We might feel a certain kind of way, but the truth is this. You mm -hmm. know, so you know, are, are you living actually in truth or just by these facts that can change? You know, yeah. where where you can, you can say to yourself, "I'm the righteousness of God." Oh, are you? What'd you do last week? Uh -huh. You know, that kind of stuff, you know? Right. Where, where, whereas, no, you know, like we spoke of earlier, if your consciousness, if your conscience condemns you, God is greater than your conscience and he does not. So then who is God, you know? Well, God, I'm just going to trust you because I have no choice, really. It's a <laughs> choice, but it's not a choice, you know? Because we, we want to think as he thinks, as we do as he does. We want to be obedient you know, obedience better than sacrifice. You know, so, so sometimes in the whole sacrifice thing, sometimes it's just pride because you try to justify yourself and what you're sacrificing, thinking I've earned this now because I've done this. Yeah. yeah. You know, but it ain't that way because God said, I have mercy on whom I choose to have mercy. Yeah. You know, God said this. He said, it's a choice of his own. It ain't got nothing to do with us. God said, I use this person because I want to use them, you know? Uh -huh. You know, I have mercy on this person because I've chosen to have mercy on this person. You know, like, like when, the, when the lady helped uh, Joshua and Caleb in in, the, uh, in Jericho. Yeah. When she hit him away. Uh -huh. She was a harlot, right? Yeah. She was a harlot. Uh -huh. God called her righteous. Uh -huh. God said she was righteous. Uh -huh. Not her or not other person, but God said it. Yeah. Which completely dispels the law at the time. Right. The Ten Commandments, all this stuff mm -hmm. had nothing to do with that because you read that and look at her. That's where she is. Uh-huh. But God said, no, she is righteous because she hit my, hit my people and all this kind of stuff, you know? Uh -huh. So 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 God took it, God can take it upon himself. Yes, it's my scripture, but that ain't me. Uh -huh. You know, this leads and guides you to who he is, but who he is. You know, his thoughts are greater than our thoughts. You know, his ways are different than our ways. But guess what? It ain't selfish that mm -hmm. is that way. It's all for our good, you know, how he helps us get us out of ourself. You know, to get out of yourself, and um, <clears throat> you know, so just, just just be encouraged. You know, when you when you're going forward in God, just go for it. God can deal with us being wrong. Yeah. You know, he, he, uh -huh. it's okay to make a mistake. I mean, even in prophesying, the Bible says prophecies will fail. Sometimes they're gonna be wrong mm -hmm. if you don't get it right. You know. I mean, I thank God every time it's right. <laughs> I, I thank God every time somebody comes and say, you know, brother, you said this to me, but this is it. You know, which has happened, you know, quite yeah. often. And I'm like, whoo, thank you, Lord, I won't tell nobody the wrong thing. Oh, yeah. But all that's being, knowing that he placed you where you are. He gives you what you're saying. And you just got to obey that, you know. Yeah, I think of... Um... I mean, imagine right now if we just, uh, in the middle of the podcast, just stripped mm -hmm. off our clothes and sat here naked, how well that would go over, right? <laughs> but yeah. it said David uh -huh. danced before the Ark of the Covenant right. being brought in so hard that his yeah. clothes came off. Right. And he kept dancing, and his wife came to him and said, what are yep. you doing? Yep. What are you doing? You're shaming yourself. Uh -huh. And she was rebuked. Right. Because, you know, as, as you can say, how disgusting and sinful that was. Right. No, his heart was so full of joy and right. he was just letting himself go so much. Yeah. God said, no, that's a good thing. Yeah, God accepted that's, it. 
Yeah. Amen. To that, he's giving everything mm -hmm. for me. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, we have a tendency sometimes to say, look at what they did. Uh -huh. And, and like, we don't know what, what God sees right. necessarily. Right, right. But And, in fact, she... If I remember right, she was cursed with not having any children after yeah. that. She was barren yeah. for her attitude yeah. after that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, God is so good. Yeah. God is so good. You know, Jesus is so loving. You know, I know what I have done and where I missed in life. I know it. I should be in hell. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, down in my mind that I should not be in the deepest hell suffering because of sin and what I did and the bad choices mm -hmm. I have made. I know I should be there, but I also know that God is greater than me. Mm -hmm. And if I'm going to do and survive cause he's not sent me there, I better look at things the way he's looking at it and don't look at it myself, you know, and don't feel pride about it. Don't feel like, well, I'm great. No, you are great, but Jesus made you great. So you keep the perspective correct. Yeah. You right. know, yeah. You keep the perspective correct. You know, there's, there's a scripture that God always says to me, yeah, he almost always says to me when I ask him concerning ministry and stuff. And um, let's let's find this scripture. We need to really see it. It's a uh, it's a uh, let this mind be within you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but humbled himself in the form of a servant. I think that's what it is. Let's look at it though. I want to share something about it real quick. Who thought it not robbery to be equal with God? Yeah, I know it's in the New Testament. Philemon 2, 6 through 8. Does that sound right? Or Philippians. 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 Okay. There it is. Philippians yep. 2, verse 6 and on. Okay. Uh, different things say 6 and 7, 6 through 8, 6 through right. 11. Right. Okay. Philippians 2. Philippians 2, 6. Oh, that's, that's Philemon. That's the wrong one. What did you do, Philemon? Yeah. There we go. Philippians 2. Yeah. And where did it go? Uh, 6. 6. Right there. Okay, yeah, this is it. But it start. Okay, Philippians two and five. Okay, this is a scripture that Jesus always says to me. You, no, I'm not saying every single time because I'm. I have not made it a sacred call. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying this is this is the stroke of where I learn who I am in Christ Jesus. But this is one he always encourages me. He tells me because it's not like I'm gonna say, well, I'm a prophet or I'm an apostle or whatever. You know, I know I'm a son of God. Yeah. And God makes sure that I know that, you know, that you know you're son of God. <laughs> well, right here, second for the uh, two five. It says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. The thing the very first thing, it says, Let this mind be in you, that we have a choice about it. Uh-huh. You know, because he said, Let this happen. Yeah. Which means that you are in power and you are in charge to have this mind. Right. You know? But we got to know that for us to implement it. Right. So it says, uh, let this mind be in you, which, which was also in Christ Jesus. But it said was. And that has something to do with it. That as a man serving God, Christ Jesus, we got to have that same idea as we are men down here on this planet serving Jesus to have his mind in Christ. So it says, who being in the form of God, we're in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Meaning that, I had somebody challenge me one time. They said, oh, you think you're equal to God? So instantly inside of myself, I said, Lord, what should I say? So I felt peace. I said, yes. He asked me two times. 
It was our pastor. <laughs> he said, oh, you think you're going to God? I said, yes. And I just sat there. So I'm thinking to myself, and I'm talking to God the whole time. I said, Lord, now you show me this all the time. And I know what you mean, what this means to me and you. I cannot deny it. Yeah. If he don't know what kind of relationship I have with God at all, but I can't deny what the Lord has shown me. You know, uh -huh. I'd be reprobating my own mind. Right. So, <clears throat> so it said, let me get back to it. Uh, who, who being the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God. But in the way that he expressed this, it said, but made himself of no reputation. One thing took upon himself. The form of a servant was the second thing and was made in the likeness of men. Mm -hmm. So God, God's like, yeah, it's okay for you to know that you're equal with me, but know that you're as a man right now. And the other thing that were how we're equal with him, did not God say, I'm a great man in my own image, in my own likeness? That's being equal to him. Uh -huh. But equal don't mean the same, exact. You know, it means, what was the word? It means um, like a son is equal to his dad, like a puppy is equal to an adult dog. You know, th th there's an equalness to it, but you ain't him. But you're equal to him in, in the fact that you have you're the same kind, you know. Like yeah. a girl becomes a woman, a boy becomes a man. It's the same thing. A human, but then they're, they're opposite people. They're the exact same person, you know. And God always shows me this. And and um, so so in, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay. The main thing that reads to me is that Jesus made himself of no reputation. Yeah, you know, and. He took upon the form of a servant, you know, and those are two things that balance you out in this, you know, because somebody say, but whenever I brought this up and I say, yeah, I'm equal to God, or Jesus said, ye are gods, mm -hmm. you know, and they think, oh, this guy off the rocker, you think you're God, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, you know, Jesus made himself of no reputation, you know, so, so the thing is, even knowing that you created in God like Jesus, and God told you to have the same mind that Jesus had who thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation. So although we, we see fall and anti-Christic, whatever, they make themselves of reputation. They say, I'm God and I'm this and I'm that. And next thing you know, they fall in. They're not making themselves of no reputation, but still walking in that truth, you know? Well, it is true what he's saying, you know? Whether you feel it or not, got nothing to do with it. It got nothing to do with no feelings. But it's, it's of the command and order of God himself concerning us that we know, you know that, that, that you know that when you go talk to somebody, God talking with you. Holy Ghost is God, right? Yeah. So he's talking with you. You know, you have a backup, a backup plan or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you, have, you have somebody behind you who's saying this is the way you walk in it. But as you walk, he's still with you, you know? Yeah. So, you know, so that, that's something to be encouraged about, too, because even for myself, like, like I said, when people were, <laughs> oh, so you think you're equal with God? Because this happened to Jesus. Uh -huh. remember, remember the guy said, he said we're, not, we're not killing you because of this and that, but because you make yourself equal to God. Yeah. You know? And Jesus said, right. the Bible says you are God. Right, right. Because, you know, that same thing happened. Because I, I remember a time or two explaining said, this. Yeah. And then people look at me like, about to kill me. You ain't, oh, how you think you, uh, Okay, it's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, it's okay. I I have this um, I have it all the time, kind of in reverse, where people will say things where I've received revelation, mm -hmm. 
and but I don't want to interrupt them because I know what spirit they're coming from, or I don't want to start something. Right. But it's like uh, they'll say something, and I'll go, "Well, you're not technically right, but go on." Yeah. You know. But I just I will just like in my mind I'll go, "Okay, God, this is not for me to jump in right now. Right. Just let it go. They're right. in a different place." Mm-hmm. But yeah, I have that all. <laughs> These guys can tell you I'm always doing it with fewer. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have a thing where um, I hate it when people say less when you should say fewer okay yeah Yeah. (laughs) less and fewer so people say yeah yeah, I've got less pencils I'll go fewer shut up you know yeah Yeah. it's really irritating (laughs) so his his wife my niece will will just every once in a while uh, it'll be something completely different not going she'll just yell at me fewer Right. Like, like she's just telling me, don't even correct me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, or she's just acknowledging, you correct everyone, knock it off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but I, like, um, like we just got finished with the other one, the other study on women, mm-hmm. uh, the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I've come to a place where I see the Holy Spirit as she. Mm-hmm. Whenever someone says, you know, the Holy Spirit he is going to do this for you. I don't go, nope, you're wrong. I don't jump in. I go, right. I know where they're coming from. Right, right. I know where they're coming from. And yep. this is a good place. And I'm not going to interrupt. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, if someone came to me like you, mm-hmm. uh, that's just, are you equal with God? If someone had found out what I think, it's like, you think the Holy Spirit's a woman? Or you think the Holy Spirit's feminine? Mm-hmm. I'd have to go, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. in that place. I, I'm not going to deny it. Right, right. But I'm not going to jump in. Right, right. When I right. recognize, you know, when yeah. someone else I think is is not treating it that way, right. I'm not going to say, "How dare you? You're wrong." I'm just, no, no, no. Oh yeah, what was yeah. good about that? I experienced it too. What's good about that is that, <clears throat> you know, when Paul talking about us loving one another, mm-hmm. he said, you know, don't destroy Christ's sheep by your meat. Yeah. Like if you you think you got yeah. it so correct that you got to destroy this person who ain't uh-huh. where you're at, you know. And what's what's a, what's a what's a gift of the Holy Spirit? Temperance, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. to be able to control yourself. Like, yeah, I know, I know what the real deal is. But and there was a song, and I forget exact. Uh, uh, anyway, I, I don't, I I know what the song is, but I don't want to bring it up because yeah. I don't want to go there. But a friend of mine got so mad. It's a Christian song. Came out mm-hmm. like 15, 20 years ago. Okay, so it's a while. It's older. But she was like mad. It was like that is not godly. That that is not a position of of. You know, that is not a perfect position of God's. And I went, wait a second. That's where he is in his walk. Mm-hmm. And he's just expressing his heart at that moment. Mm-hmm. And he's he's trying to love God where he is. Right. And it is faithful as much as it can be mm-hmm. in his life. Mm-hmm. And you've got, you know, no, he's not perfect. Mm-hmm. But you've got to give him credit. For saying, God, I'm going to trust you with the little I have. Right, right. Because uh, so she who has more shall be given. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, and if if it's something that should be corrected, you can't go beat them over the head and tell them how wrong right, they are right. and expect them to to understand truth. Uh-huh. You know. So yeah, yeah, you have to you have share to the truth in love. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. If, if I if I'm so offended by what you've said. That I'm now like, you don't know what you're talking about. You're wrong. That starts the conversation out in a way that I'm not going to be able to get truth, truth mm-hmm. to you. Right. Yeah. You know, oh, so yeah. that we should always 
try to find that patience. And yes, even though we know that that statement may not be correct mm -hmm. or right, mm -hmm. we should try to find the patience so then we can correct them in love if, if that's necessary. Yeah. yeah but if it's something where they are just, that's where they are in their journey, but it's not harmful to them to believe such a thing or understand a thing a certain way, mm -hmm. then what does it, what does it matter? You mm -hmm. know, I, 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 uh, couple years back about like maybe six years ago or so there was going to be a on tv there was going to be the story of uh passion week but it was from a modern perspective where they were having uh like the apostles were all like homeless people in new york and the last <laughs> really? supper it was going to be it was going to be at a hot dog stand really? you know yeah. like and i'm watching that and i'm like there's so many things wrong with this and i'm like i, I can't stand this this is so i, I hate this yeah but then I had this thought pop into my head, and I don't think it was my pop, or my, my thought. And mm -hmm. it was just, but what if this was the starting, that this was the starting block for someone right. in their journey? This yep. at least got them the information. Right. And then they went, and because of this, they were saved. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's okay then, you know? No, yeah. What's so good about that particular thing to me is that. The disciples went to Jesus and said, hey, we saw somebody casting out devils who don't hang with us. And we told them to quit it. Yeah. yeah. Remember that? Uh -huh. <laughs> and what did Jesus say? No, those who do these things cannot speak evil of me. Leave them alone. Right. Mm -hmm. Jesus had no issue with them, but they did themselves. They're being yeah. too holy, holier than thou mm -hmm. kind of thing, you know. So that's, that's, very, that's very true. You know, that's a really good analogy. It's really good. Because, you know, I, I used to go down when I was in Germany. We used to go downtown. Uh, we were in Frankfurt, Germany. So Frankfurt, Germany is like downtown Des Moines. You know, homeless people, drug addicts and all, you know, shooting up drugs and all this stuff. They're all down there. So we used to go down there and witness. <clears throat> so, of course, it's, it's different Different people from different churches are going. So one little guy, was he was trying to hang out with me. And so he's talking about the other Christians that are there, like, man, they don't believe like we do, and all this, all this kind of stuff, you know? Uh -huh. And I'm like, man, it ain't about all this stuff, you know? And I, I'm, I'm just taking it in, just listening, but I'm thinking to myself as well, he is down here trying to represent Jesus. He may not be 100% correct on how he's judging what's all going on, but it's a whole lot of people ain't going nowhere for Jesus. You know, they just in their home. They ain't coming out on the street at night where drug addicts are and stuff to try to represent so, you know, because I, I, I was just kind of chill about it, you know, but I'm about the same time, like, it's okay, man. Let's just do our thing. It's going to be okay. <laughs> so, you know, you oh, know, yeah. it, it, it's, it's like, what's most important to you? The sin or the sinner, you know, which yeah. is more important, yeah. you know, uh -huh. one, one of them kind of things. So, <laughs> have we hit a spot yeah, or so, do we got more to? So, yeah, I didn't have anything prepared. So if, uh. But I do think that there's been a great conversation here. So mm -hmm. unless we have anything else, we can call it. I don't want to interrupt if someone's like, no, I got more in my heart. <laughs> but is this a good spot? I think this is a good spot. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, first of all, just uh, I'll say thank you to our guest. Thank you for yeah. bringing your it's insight been awesome. and wisdom. And, it's and been awesome. Praise the Lord Jesus. Absolutely. We'll thank well, thank the Spirit for being a part of this. Yes, dear. Yes, because, Spirit. I mean, clearly you can watch this. This wasn't us. <laughs> wasn't scripted at all. <laughs> Not at all. So, <clears throat> thank you, Spirit. Thank you. Thank you for our guest. And 
Thank you to you for all, everyone who watches or listens. We do we do appreciate you. Yes. And uh, just uh, with that, this has been Brad. And Larry. And this has been Scott. And this has been Not About Not Us. Not About Us. Amen. <laughs>